rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Where you been? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks a lot for hanging out. It's been, feels like a long time. It's not that long, but Saturday we did a show. That was the last show we did. And now it's the middle of the week. We've missed a lot. And I have to say, whatever. I'm sorry. What can I do? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Eventually, when we get enough patrons, we'll have a daily show at a set time. And yeah, that's the goal. And at this rate, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. We are getting there. It's not... God, isn't it... Won't it be nice when we finally get there? You ever feel that way? When you get there, then you're like, oh, is that all there is? But, geez, I will never give up. I've been realizing how long I've been doing, not this show, but just this shit in general. Being in the liberal, very low on the totem pole of the liberal media. This is the real liberal media, I know, I hate to tell you guys, but I think, geez, have we made a difference? I think we have. Just being able to get together and connect with other normal people. Uh Uh-oh, something's going on outside. Just keep going, guys and gals. All right, good, they passed, they passed the house. No, I hate when they stop and then you hear the footsteps. And then you hear the knock. And then you hear the boom. And then you hear the ah. All right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 It's starting already. On fucking Rockfin again. Who is this WM? Already, right out of the gate. When actors like Tara take money to ignore the two-party illusion, America dies. You need a better grift. You are flailing and failing. I hope this isn't your day job. (laughs) I hope you should... I, I, I don't know, WM. I hope this isn't your day job. I hope you have a life other than waiting for my show to come on the air. Because clearly the show is triggering something in you that you need to get looked at right out of the gate. You see what I have to put up with, guys? How do I get rid of these? I got to contact Rockfin and say, who is this asshole? Why don't I have control of of who is, who gets to comment on incessantly? You know, whatever. You know, if you only had something more interesting to say ever, but you have, you say the same things again and again. Yes, I get you. WM, you're a coward. You have a, a generic avatar. You, you're whatever your name is. You're too cowardly to post it. Unlike me, since my whole life is right. You know what you see is what you get, asshole. So, um, but I get that you don't like Democrats. You think Democrats and Republicans are the same. I get it. Duly fucking noted, scummy. Now move your dumb, coward, scummy, useless ass and harass somebody else. Because at, 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 when does it become harassment? You know? How many times do you have to say the same thing? 
until it becomes or is it just that you're I mean, obviously if we met in real life which will never happen um i'm sure i'd be incredibly underwhelmed by you so i was gonna say go get your own show but i doubt that no one would ever give you a show because nobody can't what are you gonna do stand there every fucking day and say both parties of the same good okay go good that's an angle go for it bitch do it do a show i want to see educate us enlighten us with your scintillating scintillating commentary right what a fucking waste of a of a of typing god these people right wm it's gonna be uh I guess it's funny too, is to have such a <laughs> such a triggered little troll constantly. But you've become sort of like a a character on the show, but not a, not a good character. Somebody who it's like people get to know, but they know that you're you're sad, pathetic, really. All right, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> you say it's so annoying. I uh, this is what I have to put up with, but it's not the first time. It won't be the last time, but somebody like a WM it's like enough already. You're boring. You're you're tediously boring. God, get a fucking life. Get off my stream. Go away. You know, oh, 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 I'm just a troll, huh? Where are your guests? Oh, my God. Go fuck yourself, scumbag. Go get a guest. You get a guest. We have guests. Uh, you're not my producer, you dumb fuck. Get the fuck off my stream. All right? You stupid coward. You have nothing to offer. You're a coward. You, you're too cowardly to put your face on. Your avatar, you're too cowardly to have your name. You are incessantly boring and repetitive. I'm not the one that has to lie to make money. Well, no one's lying, but thanks for sharing. Go get the help that you need, because clearly there's a, you must have my show on uh, notification. Since you're, every time the fucking show comes on, you're, you're, uh, you're up, up my, my vagina here. Ha ha, with 304 followers and I'm boring. Well, this is on Rockfin, you stupid, boring coward. No, you're not just boring, you're a coward. And you're, t and you're not just boring, you're a tediously boring coward. So... And in any case, if you want to say, you want to criticize my presence on Rockfin, that's 304 more followers than you fucking will ever have, WM. No, WM, you're a liar. You're a stupid, boring, tediously boring liar. Now go the fuck home and ask your mommy to spank you. Since I'm sure that's what you're, you're really begging for here. 
All right, let me put the cat down. All right, honey. Oh my God. It's like in every tediously boring troll's heart. There's no difference between a WM and a fucking stupid uh, Trump and Z. There is really no difference. Oh, I am so sorry you can't handle a troll. Well, at least you admit what you are. You're a troll. It's not, can I handle you? No. Yeah, I, I don't really feel... Jimmy has 17,000 followers. Well, go fucking be 17,001. Fuck off. I don't care. Jimmy has this. Ryan has 8,000. Look at this. Okay. Well, did he start out with 8,000 followers? You stupid coward. No, I know. You're a coward. I'm, char- I'm sorry. Yes, why don't you spank me, he says. I'm sure this is the most attention you've had from a woman in a very long time. So, yes, I would like, no, I wouldn't like to spank you. I I want to, I would like to never have to see your stupid, uh, cowardly, generic avatar again. And your stupid WM, whatever that stands for. It's probably, your mother must be pretty proud of you. You can't even talk with facts. All right, WM. Like I said, he's had enough... uh, This is probably the most attention you've had from a woman or a human in a long time. And I'm glad to have made your life. Now, bye. I have to ignore him, so... Yeah, fuck, fuck them. Who cares? Oh, yes. See, that's the thing with trolls. This is what they do. They'll, well, they'll even call me a dyke or whatever, you know, some some misogynist term. Or they'll say, well, you and your three followers or whatever it might be. Meanwhile, they couldn't get fucking three followers if, you know, if their mother's life depended upon it. That's all they got. They don't, it's, it's the, um, it's the Teddy Roosevelt, uh, man in the arena, yet again. I mean, case in point. Hold on a second, guys. As Teddy Roosevelt said let's read the man in the arena again maybe i need to read it for myself it is not the critic who counts wm not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man or woman who is actually in the arena not a generic twitter or troll on rockfin with a generic avatar and a fucking uh, initials because he's too cowardly to put his own name, you know. I, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, who is, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, but because there is no effort without shortcoming. But... Who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms? 
the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, unlike Twitter trolls who do nothing but sit there and go, Jimmy Dore has 17,000 followers. Well, why don't you fillet him? And you can, as you do that, you could say, Democrats are, and Republicans are the same. But I, I doubt you would have the courage to go for what you want. If you want to fillet him, go, go right ahead. Lick his ass while you're at it. But I doubt you have the courage to even ask for the things that you want and need in life, right? It's so much easier to sit behind your, your computer in your underwear jerking yourself off to my stream. I'm glad I can give you a reason to feel like you're alive, but that's not living, dummy. Do something that is worthy. The, and, and grow the fuck up already. Grow the fuck up. Get off my stream and go on Jimmy Dore's stream. Tell him, Jimmy, you wouldn't believe it. You couldn't believe what Tara Devlin says. So you know my full fucking name. She's, she sucks, right, Jimmy? Give, can, I, can I lick your ass, Jimmy? Please, please, I haven't touched another human being since Zygote. My mother couldn't stand me. That's why she named me WM. She, could, she couldn't even be bothered. And please, you want my avatar, you want my avatar to be generic because God help you if you see my real face. Right? Right, WM? No one will love you or something. You're not perfect. Is that it? Oh, it's so much easier to be a dick on the internet while you're behind the veil of anonymity. That's, it's the true mark of a, of a coward, and that's what a troll is. Well, we know that trolls are just... Um, they're also, they've done studies on them. They're also sociopaths. They're, they're terrible, terrible, horrible people. So congratulations. <laughs> on being that and admit well at least you admit it but the first step to getting help is admitting you have a problem this is a problem you are a problem you i mean that's the that's all you got in your life i mean this is why this country is fucked up i guess it'll all make sense in a minute while uh, bringing it around um while uh, while we're trying to do something here you know we're trying to make a more perfect union we're trying to uh, affect positive change in this country. Then you have the likes, uh, well, you have the Trump Anzies, and you have the WMs of the world, the moron, who do nothing. What do they do but sit on their big, well-padded asses and add nothing to the conversation? Zero, nothing. But, nah, nah, nah. You don't do that. You don't have this. You don't have that. You aren't this. You aren't th like fuck you. Fuck off. Jimmy Dore has this. Well, congratulations. I guess I don't know. Did Jimmy Dore uh, 
like, like you're not see this is the world that the republicans have created and the and the wms of the world it's the trump effect too how everything is you're not the, you're uh, not successful whatever the fuck it might be oh so we should all do nothing then right we shouldn't start a journey right wm you fucking troll what a pathetic life people have in this country. I mean, really, what, what contribution is it for a, a, a coward to get on the Internet, this whole window to the world, and this is the best they have to offer? Little me, 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 me. It's really... And one day you're going to die. And, the, and who will fucking care? Nobody. That's who. Nobody. What are they going to say? Oh, what happened to WM? He had such scintillating commentary. You know, the way he said, you, Jimmy Dore, had 17,000 followers and Democrats and Republicans are the same. Oh, that's such a an amazing and astute observation. What are we going to do without him? Jesus Christ. All right, guys. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, I know. I shouldn't. Why do I let it get to me? It's just the... You know what it is? I'm trying to think. Let me, let me, let me process this as I would in my... If we were in my shrink's office, oh, me and all of you guys in the shrink. You basically are my shrinks, so. Even though I do have a shrink, but I bring, you, I bring you into the room with me, believe me. Well, we don't have a room now. Everything's on the phone, as you know, but. Um, why does it bother me so much? Hmm, let me process. You know what it is? It's not that he... It's the um, incessantness of it, I guess. After a while, you know, most trolls, they just get bored. I guess maybe because I give him attention, maybe. That's why he comes back, To I have to stop that. Okay, yes. I'm taking my own advice. And uh, I will never recognize the likes of WM again. That's right. That's what I have to do. Don't feed the trolls. Giving it attention makes it, it feel uh, validated. And like I said, it is true. It probably didn't... Uh, I mean, it can't. Pro it doesn't have... Uh, I mean, this is probably the most attention he's had from a woman. And it's a he. We know it's a he. Because women... Women are, there are asshole women too, but women don't do shit like that. It just doesn't seem like a thing. A woman wouldn't continuously go on, some, on, on someone's stream like, and just hurl insults, you know? It's, women have other shit to do. They got fucking kids and shit and lives, you know? All right. Here comes the music again. And we haven't even gotten into the show. Jesus Christ. But, well, I didn't even finish the, 
the poem. The greatest poem, not the greatest poem that ever lived. One of the greatest poems. I, I, not a poem. It's not a poem. It's an essay. But it, I like this poem. Is it a poem? You know. Um, the man in the arena. Is that a poem? No. It's like an essay or something. I don't know. But he concludes the, and I read this sometimes to when it, when somebody gets on my nerves. Like I've had this happen. I told you one time, somebody I got a letter from somebody. I got like a hate letter, which I, I, most for the most part the hate mail doesn't bother me because I um, I. I expect it from um, from right wingers, and when I get a hate mail from a right winger, I consider it a good thing. And I'm not just saying that because it shows me that I'm doing something correctly. If these right and especially if a right winger is, uh, you got to think about it. You know, they have to. They are so triggered that they have to find where to contact me and go through the process of writing me and, you know, contacting me. And it just, it's not, it takes a minute or two. So they're taking that time out of their useless lives that they would probably be posting, I don't know, a picture of uh, Obama and a watermelon or something, right? Because that's all they got. Um, and, well, you know, they're doing, at least they're focusing on me and not spreading something something hateful, something more hateful publicly. But um, when I, I got a letter from somebody who was listening to Progressive Voices, a, I always remember this, it was like the first hate mail that I got from somebody who proclaimed themselves to be a progressive. <clears throat> and it annoyed me because I expected more. You know, when I, when I get it from right-wingers, I feel like, okay, good, this is good. But if a so-called liberal writes me, and they don't have anything constructive to say. So this woman, it was a woman, she wrote, she was like, I hate you, I hate your music, I hate your voice. When I hear your music come on, I immediately change the channel. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, lady. And that bothered me, it did. I must admit, because she's like, I listen to progressive voices all the time, and I just hate you. And I was like, gee, bitch. Um, well, that's not helpful since, you know, what the fuck? We're supposed to be on the t same team. Now, you know, WM, that's a difference. He's not on any team. He's on Team Stupid, so what do you want? Uh... But yeah, when it comes, because I feel like as far as liberals are concerned, I expect better from that. I know that's also, that's a trap because people are people. So, and liberals have, um, have often disappointed me as we all know. And, uh, yeah. But then I thought about this woman. I wish I had remember. I wish I could remember her name. It was like years ago. But I think about it sometimes. She may, maybe she listens. Fuck you. If, if this is you, I am, let me respond to your letter. Fuck you. Okay? So, um, it's so fucked up the way people are, though, isn't it? 
It really is. This is, it's the, it's like what happens in the car, you know, when you're driving and people act like assholes in the car and they're just like flipping people off and fuck you and fuck me and fuck this and fuck that. And you wouldn't act like that in, if you were face to face with somebody, but people, they, it just shows you how their true selves when I, and I know like when I drive a car and um, if I'm in a bad mood I can tell my spiritual condition on the way I'm driving you know whether I'm a, a nice person on the road or am that person being like fuck you or whatever so but that's always about me do you know what I mean yeah and the whole world is fucked up yes uh, it's there's a lot of sh- was, was a lot of shit. I mean, what a stupid thing to say. There's a lot of pain in the world, a lot of um, PTSD, especially in this country. And this is what we're dealing with. Uh, I believe, I, I, I do have some hope for the future, for younger, for the younger generation, because it does seem like they're, they're over. They're fucking over, these uh, right-wingers. But uh, again, people are people. But to finish up the Teddy Roosevelt man in the arena, just to finish it up, uh, as we were saying, who, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory or defeat. Now, go fuck off, WM. You sad, sad, cold, small soul. All right, uh, yeah. Let's get back to the business. I mean, first of all, first of all, excuse me, I need to begin the show by thanking the sponsor of tonight's show. And thank you for putting up with the first half hour of the show, which was nothing but a diatribe, a rant, if you will. Um, but tonight's show... Wait, hold on. <laughs> You're great. That's right. I just... All right, let me first thank this person. On Patreon. A new patron tonight. Where the fuck is everything? I'm sorry. Beep, pop up. Tonight's show is sponsored by... Jim Trochi. I think it's Trochi. Troch? Trochi? I am so sorry. Jim, please forgive me. You know, you know I got problems with words sometimes. Names. Trochi. Trochi. Jim Trochi. Thank you so much, Jim, for taking that extra step for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And... Thank you for your lovely note I just received right now. Uh, Jim, unlike WM, Jim says, love the show. 
That's great. Biggest mistake the natives made was saving the cockroaches from the Mayflower. <laughs> the first welfare case. Exactly. Stolen land and slavery is not a solid foundation to build a country on. Chief Jim Trochi. Thank you, Jim. Chief Jim. Yeah. I mean, that's a great jumping off point, actually, to get into the rest of the show and just put the whole ugliness of what's going on, you know, with the trolls behind us. Thank you, Jim. Yes. Stolen land and slavery is not a solid foundation to build a country on. And we're still living in the aftermath of that. This sick-ass, sad, sick-and-suffering country... Hold on. Is all of our our pain in this country can all be traced back to our uh, original sins of racism and genocide, and our inability or indifference to doing anything about it? Now, you and me and all of the normal people of the country watched the verdict in the Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, I guess, is that how you pronounce his name? I know, I have a bad, I got bad, uh, I, I grew up on Staten Island, what do you expect, look, I wish I had grown up in Ireland, at least, then I wouldn't sound like this, I would have a n- cool accent, but I have this fucking accent, but we, we, I watched the verdict, Obviously, it was history being uh, being made, but and I was entirely relieved that he was guilty on all counts. And he, it's, uh, because he was, he is guilty. We watched, we watched on video a man being murdered. That's what we saw. But we, the 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 people of this country are used to watching murders. I don't understand why the corporate media does, they, they really do, um, they do their part in keeping the blood and uh, guts flowing because we're supposed to be, so, we're so sensitive to, to the murders. Now we watch the murder of George Floyd, but we see uh, when they, like just earlier, the, as they were announcing George Floyd's, uh, uh, the verdict in the George Floyd trial, another young black American was being killed by a cop. I'll be right back. So, um, and, 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 all right, hold on. It's the young girl this time, a girl, um, having a fight Within 11 seconds, a cop, I guess the cops were called, a couple of girls were fighting, and cop pulls up, this is a 16-year-old, and kills this kid. Now, who hasn't made a fucking stupid mistake when you're 16? Well, she doesn't get to make any more mistakes. She doesn't get to learn from her mistakes because she was murdered. Now, is that the role of the police? When, you're, when the cops are called to an incident, they're not called to, dis, to, to roll up and decide who gets executed. How do we break up this fight? Who can I execute to slow things down? Break it up, girls. 
it's unreal. So, I, in my opinion, and I, I don't think I'm alone, but I'm really glad they, they found Derek Chauvin or whatever the fuck his name is guilty. But he's he's a sacrifice, really. Now. He's the sacrifice, he's the sacrificial, I can't talk, sacrificial lamb to the system. As we saw throughout the trial, one of the um, aberrations in the trial was that the chief of police, other cops, gave testimony against Chauvin, saying, no, this isn't procedure. He wasn't following uh, what a reasonable officer would do. And if I hear that again in the closing arguments, the, um, of course, everyone's entitled to a defense. But in the closing arguments, the defense attorney was going on about how reason, a reasonable police officer... If I hear fucking reasonable... And it was reminding me of... It actually reminded me of... Uh, Comey, James Comey, when he was, during 2016, after he uh, released those emails or whatever, not the emails, he released the, um, the statement saying that Hillary Clinton was under investigation or whatever the fuck it was, and he was saying, and then in retrospect, when criticized, he was like, well, reasonable people could disagree. No, shut up with the reasonable. It's not, oh, Reasonable people, reasonable policing is to sit on somebody's neck for nine minutes. And it was mass hysteria, the whole incident that happened with George Floyd. I can understand how traumatized the bystanders are. And one of the the people who um, witnessed George Floyd's murder says she's traumatized to this, of course she is, to this day, and probably will be going forward because she feels like she, if she could go back in time, she wish she had done something different, some, something more to, to save George Floyd's life. A pleading clearly was not enough. He wasn't moving, and we know why. It wasn't reasonable policing. It was because he was being challenged by the crowd, and that was, he's not going to have that. He wasn't emotionally mature enough. He's not, he's, he wasn't emotionally mature enough to be a cop. Neither are any, any of these other, any cop that within 15 seconds or 11 seconds of pulling over has a, a murdered teenager on the ground, another murdered teenager. This is a, this is not uh, uh, protecting and serving. From NPR, a 16-year-old black girl was fatally shot by an officer outside her home after she called for the police for help on Tuesday afternoon. The girl has been identified by as Micaiah Bryant by her aunt Hazel Bryant. Bryant alleged allegedly called officers around 4.30 p.m. local time when the group of older kids threatened her with assault. Her aunt told Ohio State House News Bureau, 
She did not elaborate on the nature of the threat. The Columbus Police Department said they could not, um, wait, wait, could not say on Tuesday whether Bryant was the one who called before she was shot. Bryant was taken to a local hospital in critical condition where she died. At a Tuesday night press conference, the Columbus Police Department released an edited version of the body camera video worn by the officer who shot Bryant. Police have not pa- named that officer publicly, but I think they are. I think this article is a little old. I think they released the guy's name. Interim Chief of Police Michael Woods told reporters that the officer will be pulled off patrol duty. Whatever. Columbus police showed the video a second time in slow motion during Tuesday night's press conference. Woods said the video showed Bryant holding a knife as she pushed two girls. So fucking what? So she should be executed? What if she's just exercising her her um, right to bear arms? Her Second Amendment, that only applies to guns? Oh, if she had an assault weapon, then she'd be fine. Is that it? So she had a fucking knife. Oh, she's 16. She's six effing teen. She's dead now. Why? 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 Why are kids being shot dead by cops this is not okay but you know what would happen let's play the game if this were if if uh, this kid was a white kid would that be the, the the impulse to pull over and shoot somebody dead within seconds of arriving on the fucking scene this is ridiculous this is, I mean, that's what kind of a word is that to s- describe the death of a child? It's not, it's more than ridiculous. It's offensive. It's outrageous. It's, uh, it's an assault on everyone. We should all be outraged. And it's not okay. If, oh, you're in fear for you. Just because the kid had a knife? A 16-year-old had a knife. She was in a fight with, a, with some other girls. So fucking what? She should be dead now? Oh, maybe what else? Throw something else on. T- oh, she was selling Lucy cigarettes, perhaps. Or maybe she wasn't what? She, she wasn't deferential enough? I don't know. This is not freedom, though. You're not free. This isn't a free society when you have roaming bands of executioners. You call for help, and then they murder somebody. Nobody asks you to kill somebody. And what do you think? This girl, I don't, we don't know the whole story about this fight. It was 16-year-old girls having a fight. But they don't get to learn now. She doesn't get to learn from her mistake and grow up. She's dead. She's, they made a, that's the end. This, 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 the decision is, boom, you're dead. You don't get your day in court. You don't get to be rehabilitated, if that was the, the, the process. You don't get to learn from this mistake and never do it again. (sighs) 
the mayor called Tuesday afternoon's events a tragic day. He said, we know, based on this footage, the officer took action to protect another young girl in the community, but a family is grieving tonight. Well, what's wrong with a taser, if that's the case, if you're really protecting somebody? What is, why are you on the scene to uh, immediately execute somebody? Fucking Jesus Christ. Whoops, Wood said emergency dispatch received a call approximately 4.30 p.m. A female caller said other girls were at the home trying to stab them and put their hands on them. Quote, unquote. Police officers were dispatched four minutes after the call. The body cam footage shows an officer getting out of his patrol car as he responds to the commotion. As he approaches approaches a group of people standing and shouting on the driveway, he asks, what's going on? Seconds later, Bryant and another girl begin fighting in front of the officer. Bryant can be seen pushing the girl to the ground. She then approaches a second girl and throws her against a car parked in the driveway. The officer shouts, get down, three times, pulls out his gun and shoots Bryant at least four times and she falls to the ground where the fuck do we live why does this not happen in any other country right other countries have 16 year olds who do stupid things and fight unreal One man standing off to the side of the driveway shouts to the officer, She's just a kid! The officer then tells two other policemen on the scene that Bryant had a knife and was coming at the second girl. Well, fuck you. Where's your taser? Why are we giving these cops tasers? They don't seem to ever want to use them, if that's the case. You You need to kill somebody? Wood said the officers summoned a medic immediately. Why did he shoot her? Why did he shoot her four times? Wood said the officers summoned a medic immediately and began CPR. Unreal. Details are still unknown. The Columbus Police Department handling the shooting. Uh, what was hand, uh, handed the shooting over to the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. (sighs) Wood said that under the Columbus Police Department policy, officers can use deadly force to protect themselves or a third person. Well, well, isn't that convenient, though, right? This is a symptom of this sick-ass country. If we were a sane country, this would not be happening. We wouldn't need to have roaming execution squads. I mean, we don't need them now, but this is clearly a uh, response to the sickness, the underlying sickness in this country. It's a racist response, of course. Yes, it is. We wouldn't have uh, uh, all of these, uh, you know, uh, white people in this country who they're so goddamn scared. Oh, 
and, and into this, all of the uh, fear and the division, and then you add the Fox News propagandists to continue to tickle the racist funny bones and sow division and, and ensure that the country will be destroyed, ultimately. They are doing... I mean, Putin is... Uh, He's probably pinching himself. How, how amazed he's he's must be completely amazed at how easy it was to get Republicans to um, do his bidding and destroy this country from the inside. And there's no way the country was going to be destroyed from the outside. There's absolutely no way. So, the inside is the only way, and they're doing it. And uh, if their response, the Republican response to the uh, Derek Chauvin, to him being um, found guilty on all charges, if that response isn't indicative or is, isn't um, an illustration of how sick we, uh, these Republicans really are, I should say, not just us, but that... If see their response to to the good news, okay, s- says everything about who they are. Now, we know, in my opinion, the um, Derek Chauvin. He wa- he's he's the sacrificial lamb. Now, all throughout the trial, we kept hearing how um, maybe that's not an appropriate word or whatever, but whatever. He's he's the pawn in the game. So he's the expendable pawn that the system understands that the, the people, the normal people of this country are, are at a breaking point. That the Black Lives Matter movement, it's not, it's the right wing uh, trolls and all of their incessant negativity about Black Lives Matter, they, they get that it's not working on the majority of people. The majority of this country understands they're either you know, in the Black Lives Matter movement or uh, I guess either, I don't know, maybe it's not an either or thing, but they're those who aren't, they understand that there's a problem. The Republicans um, are doing all they can to destroy uh, any kind of, any threat of unity that might break out. So the Derek Chauvin, the pawn in the game, he was the sacrificial pawn uh, uh, against us saying that it's the system. You see, in this instance, because the cops came forward the p- chief of police, and they uh, turned on on Chauvin. She's probably surprised that his white privilege card was revoked. They all understood that he had to go. But th- in saying in that, them coming forward, the chief of police, the other officers coming forward, to uh, blow the whistle on, on uh, and, well, to revoke Chauvin's race card, right? His white privilege card. 
um, it's almost like gives the establishment cover to continue the broken system. See, it's like, oh, look, it worked that time. Let's see how long it lasts. All right. There's, we got work to do. Just because one cop got the justice he so rightfully begged for doesn't mean that the system is working. Just in the same way that sort of the same people who went on with uh, during Trump. And it's Trump isn't, isn't over yet, clearly. But... And they went on about how the system is holding. See, we don't have to worry. Um, All of the mechanisms the founders put into our civic life, into the system, all of those um, mechanisms aimed at at, uh, tamping down the uh, ambitions of an autocrat, they all, they worked. How many times I had to hear this on, uh, well, Joe Scarborough constantly went on about how the system is holding. No, it's not. It's not holding. It's already been destroyed. It, it, well, it, if the system was holding, there wouldn't have been a Donald Trump. You see? If the system is holding or was holding, we wouldn't have cops walking around this country looking like they're in Fallujah. This is a broken system. The whole fucking thing is broken. Okay? It really is. We have that much work to do. It's the truth. We have a lot of effing work to do. And I think that venerating cops and venerating anyone in uniform that always annoyed the shit out of me as somebody who wore the uniform i you know unlike a lot of unlike matt getz unlike jim jordan unlike twitler and all of his useless spawns but there are more ways to serve this country than being um a, a part of a military or the police or with the, there's, uh, I don't know. But we just have a lot of work to do. Hold on a second. And I want to say, before we keep going, thank you, Jim, again, for your super chats. Two super chats in a row. And thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. It means a lot. <laughs> right. Jim on the chat. Yes, Nancy was impressed by George Floyd's sacrifice, right? What the fuck? Nancy Pelosi said that George Floyd had sacrificed himself for the greater good, for justice. He didn't, it wasn't a willing sacrifice. Is that a sacrifice? Well, the only, I guess it it was inartful way um, to put it, but, you know, I'm sure he'd much rather be alive at this point. And unfortunately, if he had to die, right? He died. So at least we can make there's some value out of that. It's not just didn't just 
go to waste, so to speak. But at least you, the family, his family can hold on to that. That something changed. People, but we wouldn't be, we wouldn't even be here, please, if there wasn't a video. That's for sure. That's another thing. Now everything has to be on video, or it doesn't happen, it doesn't count. Thank God these cops are wearing video uh, body cameras, but whatever. Does it, has it stopped the senseless killing? I mean, it's just so ridiculous. When I think about this, looking at this girl, this young girl, this 16-year-old stupid kid who did something stupid. She didn't deserve to die for it. Fucking unreal. And wh who are you protecting and certainly when, when this cop rolls up and shoots this kid? Who is he? He's protecting and serving? So why don't you just jump on the girl and take the fucking knife away? I don't know. You think maybe your training could have kicked in there? You had to just walk. I'm in fear for my life. Well, who, well, well, go home then. I'm sorry we called you. We, we, call, we call somebody because there's... We call the cops because we pay the cops to help during s situations like this. And you nobody asked you to come here and fucking kill somebody. To kill a kid. And now that neighborhood, the other kid, the girl that they were, f were fighting with, and they're all traumatized. This is how it keeps going. The pain, the trauma, the PTSD of this country. How do you, how do you live? You know, you can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to a concert. You can't, you can't call the cops. You can't, I mean, everywhere you go. You might, you might end up dead. You might run into somebody with a gun, or maybe the person with the gun, you might have called for help. Help me here. I'm, I'm, there's a fight happening. Did anybody ever imagine? Did that girl, when she grabbed a knife, she's a 16-year-old girl. I can't, I, you can't stress it enough. She's got darker pigment. Does that make it okay? Now, if that was a young white girl let's play the game what do you think would have happened you think that the cop would have showed up knife or not and and shot this kid no there's no way because we have we have illustrations of that the different ways that that cops who are human beings when they bring their baggage to work like everybody else but they, you have people who massacred people being arrested, running around, um, you know, with, uh, armed with machetes, armed with automatic weapons, fresh from murdering people. And the cops, they don't apply deadly force. We saw, I, we saw that video of there was a, a white guy chasing the cops, right? With machetes. With a machete. And clearly the guy was out of his mind. Cop. Let's see. Machete? Yeah. 
Let's see if I can find it. Man with machete. There's a bunch of men with machetes. My name is A lot Stevie of machetes. Bob. A lot of men with machetes running around. Well, what else is new? Where is it? Oh, here we go. There's a guy walking around with a machete. This is the different. Uh, this is not the right one, but still. I'm thinking about this other one, with this white guy running around. The cops were like, "Woo, woo!" Like they're dodging and weaving away from this machete. And the guy was naked. Oh yes, yes, Paradu. The melanin really confuses them. Right? And Eli on the chat. Yep. That pig would have calmly talked a white girl down. That's absolutely right. They wouldn't have come up, dro drove up, rolled up, and in 11 seconds killed somebody. Killed a kid. I was afraid. I was in fear for my life. She had a knife. Who fucking cares? Jumper, jumper. Say, hey, kid, calm down. Put the knife down. How about starting with that? That's it. You, that's all you got to do. It's nobody called you to kill somebody. Oh, there is a family in grieving now. Oh well, how generous of you to notice. So now that girl, she never gets to make another mistake. She doesn't get a chance. She doesn't get a chance to learn and grow and contribute to the community and tell that story. When I was a 16-year-old and I got into a fight, I made some stupid mistakes. Thank goodness I've, uh, I, whatever. I was able to grow out of it. I was able, the cops, when the cops showed up, they talked me down. I got the, I got counseling. I got, I was sent to anger management and I was able to contribute to the community. I mean, you, what the fuck? Now you got a, a corpse, another corpse. That's what, what's wrong with this country? So many premature Corpses breaking out all over the place. For no reason. Everything, if you're, it, it, it's, the, what? I can't even talk. What is wrong with this country? How do you expect to, to come together? We're so divided. What do you expect? No just and so okay. No justice, no peace. Into um, into the uh, into the fray steps the Republicans who clearly uh, we you know them. You know that they are they're basically proving me right again because as I say that. Republicans are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about, and they, uh, their reaction 
to the Sh- the Chauvin trial and the and the verdict speaks volumes. It says everything we need to know about them. The the normal people of the world celebrate when um, somebody who murders somebody, well, especially in the, under these circumstances, uh, the normal people of Earth um, are, uh, are glad that justice is being served. And maybe with this little small sliver of justice being served, we might, we might stand a chance of maybe, maybe, having a more perfect union, getting together, e pluribus unum, with our, with all Americans, of all different pigments and melanin. Could you imagine that? What a, what a bizarre f- image, right? So many people. Um, but what did the Republicans do? Instead of celebrating they they use it as another opportunity to divide and conquer saying that it was the jury this is mob justice this is what tucker carlson and marjorie taylor green are saying because people are protesting and no it's um they it's not mob justice they're saying that the jury was so scared to um, to not convict on all counts that they convicted on all counts. They were so scared because otherwise there would have been riots and people would have been murdered and not that somebody wasn't murdered already. Hold on. So, where is this? This is from from Vanity Fair. Charlotte Klen or Klein oh yeah, sorry Klein I, I have dyslexia or something something's wrong with me with my brain so after weeks of grueling emotional testimony a jury on Tuesday found former Minneapolis police officer Jer- Derek Chauvin guilty on all three charges of, in the murder of George Floyd in an all too rare showing of accountability to which the nation reacted with palpable if fleeting relief. The case against Chauvin was particularly damning, given the killing was captured in broad daylight on a 17-year-old bystander's cell phone, without which the former officer may have gotten off. Yet despite the indisputable evidence, as well as the testimony from fellow police officers who decried Chauvin's use of force, Fox News host Tucker Carlson had a very different message for viewers. He argued that Tuesday's conviction was never in doubt following, quote, nearly a year of burning and looting and murder by Black Lives Matter. Now, that is a fucking lie, as we know. But in the Republican bizarro world, where truth is a lie and, the, and lies are, uh, are gospel... The Black Lives Matter um, and any movement that is a movement for peace, justice, truth, and unity in the American way, that's, that's a movement in 
right-wing world that needs to be smashed. They can't afford it. See, they, what do they got besides racism? They don't have a goddamn thing. So the, the truth is, and they have done studies. I'm just trying to find the damn article. Um, that the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer were overwhelmingly peaceful, okay? And, in fact, many of the, um, the, the purported violence and uh, looting or whatever are, were... A, let me find the goddamn article. Oh, yeah, here it is. Were, the violence were perpetrated by, by, by people um, trying to, by the adversaries of Black Lives Matter. And we already know that, like the agent provocateurs, like Umbrella Man, who busted the windows of that, uh, of that auto supply store that went viral. That was a agent provocateur. It was a right winger trying to get the media and the American people to turn against Black Lives Matter because that's how necessary and vital the Black Lives Matter movement is. It's not just Black Lives Matter movement. It is, this is a patriotic movement for all of us. Without the Black Lives Matter, there's no moving forward period without uh, a, a racial uh, reckoning in this country. With the, the people involved in the Black Lives Matter movement, and this is what scares the, the right-winger so much, it's not just people with darker pigment or melanin. That's what scares the right-winger so much, because even w- people with lighter pigment understand that um, Black Lives Matter, saying Black Lives Matter is also, we're saying all lives matter when we're saying Black Lives Matter. That we're saying we move forward together or we don't move forward at all. And that's, and that's the right-wing agenda right there. Not, not only not moving forward, but moving backward. From the Washington Post, Erica Chenoweth, when the Department of Homeland Security released its Homeland Threat Assessment last week, it emphasized, which, I mean, just an aside, Homeland Threat Assessment? It sounds like right out of, right out of the Nazi playbook, Homeland. It emphasized that self-proclaimed white supremacist groups are the most dangerous threat to the United States. But... The report misleadingly added that, it, that there had been over 100 days of violence and destruction in our cities, referring to the anti-racism uprisings of the past summer. In fact, the Black Lives Matter uprisings were remarkably nonviolent. When there was violence, very often police or counter-protesters were directing the violence at the protesters. Okay. We knew this, I knew this, we talk about it on the show, but 
over on in Republican Bizarro world, where truth is lie uh, and a uh, tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator envying con man with a with a, hairy, a series of serial bankruptcies is a great businessman, right? Um, the Black Lives Matter movement is it's riots, it's uh, it's violence. And that's what they want you to believe, to keep the divide and conquer strategy going. They want the, um, the white dum-dum who's sitting in their basement and not, it doesn't get out much. They, not, they don't live in a culturally diverse area, I would imagine. Maybe they don't know anybody. They don't know any people with darker pigment. Who the hell knows? All they know is what Tucker Carlson is telling them. And that's a scary thought. But, no, that's why. You see, you can't win with the, with the Republicans. You really can't win. That's why I'm, I, want, I hope to do whatever I can to influence Democrats to not even try. Why are we trying to win? With, you can't win with them. They're not interested. You see, they don't want to make a more perfect union. What do they want? What is the goal here? You see, the, the dummy, who the right-wing dummy, uh, the average right-wing dummy, who's, who's a Fox News viewer slash victim, who believes the bullshit, hey, that's a different story. He's a victim. For the, well, most, for the most part, and also a volunteer. But, but the likes of, let's say, Ted Cruz and Josh Harley and... All, and yeah. The Republican leadership, they, they know the truth. They know that the Black Lives Matter um, protests over the summer were overwhelmingly peaceful. They know that. They know that when the arrests were made and the violence was, uh, it was found that the violence was being perpetrated by right-wingers. Right-wingers. The, what are the right wingers? Let's see. Right winger. Right wing. Didn't he? Sh- he shot into a police station. Yeah, that's it. All right. Boogaloo boy. Man linked to far right Boogaloo boy. Charged after shooting at police precinct during George Floyd protests. And that's just one of them. <clears throat> But they know that. Republicans know that. The Ted Cruz's know that. They know that. But they... Truth. Truth does not fit into their agenda. Truth has a liberal bias. And they don't have an interest in uh, creating a a more perfect union that works for all people. Because they're too busy destroying and creating, well, they're not destroying, destroying and creating, they're destroying whatever, uh, whatever is left of this aspirational democracy to create a country that kind of is like the one that the founders rebelled against, where the rich run everything and own everything, and everybody else toils and scrapes and gets their reward in heaven. 
That's it. And you don't have a seat at the table. That, that's for sure. But just to... Um, just their response to the, to the guilty verdict. So uh, it says everything. It just says that the Republicans... They're, they're actually saying... What they're saying is that Derek Chauvin should have gotten off. You see, if not for um, the jury feeling threatened, I doubt it. I doubt. I mean, the fact is, um, the justice system did its job. I watched that trial. How could anybody find that the only way you could find Derek Chauvin not guilty is by b- the the belief that um, cops can kill kill people without uh, explanation or indiscriminately that's what you have to believe in order to find him not guilty don't believe your eyes and, and that that's what the republicans were trying to um trying to say all through when george floyd when it first happened until um, until the guilty verdict, and they will continue to try to say it into the future, of course, that that's what they believe. They believe that some people just should be murdered by cops, I guess. You know, all that freedom we have here. There's just too much freedom, I guess. I don't know what it is. What the, See, everything they stand for is, bu- is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Because if they're for freedom, they would, under- they would be for... A, uh, a, a police force that abides by the law, that takes people, the free people of the United States, to, um, to their day in court, if that's what, what is deemed necessary. If, they are, if there's a warrant, if they committed a crime, if they're under arrest, or if there's a suspicion, that's their job, is to take them to jail so they can go to fucking court. Okay, that's why you go to jail and you get your day in court and either a jury of your peers or the court, the judge says, this is your penalty or you're not guilty or this is uh, how you will repay your debt to society. And then you can go about being a free American, supposedly. In what world where the land of the free? What world? is free where um uh, uh, where cops law enforcement does the does the whole ju- forget the judge forget the jury the cop is let the cop make the snap judgment on the scene within 11 seconds whether to kill somebody or not now that doesn't sound like freedom it doesn't sound like freedom to anybody else on earth who, who knows what freedom is that's not freedom but in the republican bizarro world freedom means white people can do whatever the fuck they want you see especially if you're wearing a uniform you can kill well you could do no 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 excuse me let me reel that in a little it's not that you could do whatever you want you if you are a, someone who's a cop you could do whatever you want to people with darker pigment You can't do what you want to white people. No. You can't do what you want to rich people. 
you can only do what you want to, um, you know, people who are uh, lower on the ladder. And the Republicans are doing all they can to make sure it stays that way. Uh, but unfortunately, this, this system, the constitutionally limited democratic republic that we are living in, uh, uh, it's um, the people, um, we the people, are with the, the people with darker pigment may have uh, built this country and known their place, quote unquote, for many generations. But as you see, the, uh, the American way you know, has a way of getting into your, into your soul, into your heart. And when you're hearing all of your ta- these tales from the time you're a child, from the time you're born, you hear tales about how anybody could make it in America. Here, you're free. Anybody can be president. And then you see somebody like Barack Obama become the president. Or, you know, you think, oh, maybe, maybe me too. But you see how our fellow Americans, and this is, has always been the case, they have tried, our fellow Americans who have darker pigment have tried to play within the rules here, to change the system within the bounds of the system. Only uh, the white privileged uh, whiners, they're the ones who, when the system doesn't go their way, and it's not going their way because the humanity's against them. It's the bottom line, liberal, the, the, the humanity has a liberal bias. So, but when the system goes against the likes of Twitler, you know, the Tucker Carlson's, of the, they just fuck the system. Fuck it. We're going to, uh, we're going to kill you. That's all their Second Amendment remedy shit. That's what it comes down to. That's why they have to rewrite history, rewrite reality rewrite the present redefine the uh what what the what the the what we're trying to say and they want they need to have the dummies who who consume fox news and the re- and the oans of, the, of earth they need those people to get the message filtered through their racist bl- bullhorns because they the message is one that everybody understands is fair so the republicans they got to do all they can to ensure that people are so turned off by by the antics right not the message of the of the peaceful protesting that's why the republicans have to take a dump all over it and fuck it up and we gotta get in there and start shooting up police stations and yelling justice for George Floyd cause that's what that boogalow bastard did when he shot into the police station it's the same crowd of, of racist, fascist, anti-American monsters it's them that they, they're the ones that are always like false flag, false flag they're the ones committing the fucking false flags while we're out marching in the streets, knocking on doors, 
trying to build coalitions, going about it the right way, running for office, getting the message out, doing a show like this that reaches people. What are the Republicans doing? They're behind clothes. They're making pipe bombs. They're stockpiling weapons. They're talking about Second Amendment remedies. They're all gathered around Tucker Carlson, waiting for, the, waiting for those bullhorns to blow off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking disgusting. But... So, um, Tucker Carlson argued on Tuesday, that Tuesday's conviction was never in doubt, following nearly a year of burning and looting and murder. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Reality, again, it has a liberal bias, so they just lie. L- looting and murder and, and burning and, uh, by Black Lives Matter. No, pay no attention to the fact, like I said that black, the Black Lives Matter protests were overwhelmingly peaceful and the violence was, in the many instances, perpetrated by right-wingers trying to fuck over the American people, basically. But they'll just repeat it. I mean, this is... It's an outright propaganda channel. Fox News is, it's no longer, it's no longer, what am I saying? No longer. It was never a real legitimate news outlet. It is an outright white nationalist fascist propaganda outlet. And make no mistake, I've been saying for years that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. They're, They're not even hiding it anymore. They're right out in the open. Wait, there's something on my arm that's... I feel like there's like a hair on my arm that's tickling my... Um, Okay, so Tucker Carlson goes on. Everyone understood perfectly well the consequences of an acquittal in this case. Carlson argued, the jurors spoke for many in this country by coming to a decision, please don't hurt us. Fuck you, please don't hurt us. That's the message that he's telling his fear, scaredy cat, no offense to cats, little white, I don't know, sad little white insular suckers. Telling them, please don't hurt us, because that's what they're, they're saying, that their fellow Americans want to hurt them. No. Once again, the Republicans, I mean, how shocking. They are uh, misinterpreting people's intentions. I know how uh, how unusual that is. But they're not... um... Wait, hold on. Let me get this music over here. What time is it? Oh, my God! It's not over. The show's not over. I just can't believe how fast it goes. But, um... See... That's what they... I mean, it's so fascinating. Please don't hurt us. This is what Tucker Carlson says the jury is, and, and uh, others are saying. To who? Who are saying, please don't hurt us? To black people. The ones... 
the the uh, the people who um, are being systematically murdered, the ones who we watched die with a knee on their on his neck, but it's it's uh, the Tucker Carlsons of the world crying, please don't hurt us. You see, see how that goes. That's another telltale sign of fascism. That's another hallmark of fascism. The fascist is always the victim. No matter what, they never listen and uh, to anybody else's experience. Of course, they would—they're the ones. They're the perpetual victim. They're the ones. They are so put upon by everyone. Instead of, you know, we saw. I, I, this is what's so f- baffling to me. We watched somebody get murdered. Slowly. It's not, it wasn't like the young girl who got her life snuffed out in 11 seconds. I mean, who would think you're, you're making a stupid mistake as a 16-year-old, and you're in the middle of this stupid mistake, and in the corner of your eye you see a cop car pull up in your peripheral vision, and um, who would think in the next five seconds at this point, I'm going to be dead um, I don't think the, the girl thought that or any of the other of the participants. But, you know, this is the world the Republicans helped foster, create, and cultivate. And they ain't letting go of it because they need it. They need us to uh, be at each other's throats. And they want the, f- the scared little racist sad little creatures to think that black people are saying um, that black people are, are going to hurt them. This is what Tucker Carlson's saying when he's saying that, oh no, don't believe your eyes. Don't believe the chief of police, all the other cops that came forward, the bystanders, and the video because uh, Chauvin should have gotten off here in the United States of serfs and lords, because, don't you get it? Cops can kill black people, no matter what. And the only reason it didn't happen this time is because um, everyone's afraid of black people. This is what he's saying. Why is this fucking Tucker Carlson still have one sponsor left? Does anybody know? It's not okay. It's he's like the 4chan of Fox News. It's not I mean freedom of speech is one thing, but there ha- you have to have some standards. There's no way. I mean these right-wingers they go on about free like when I I have that account on Parler, I told you sometimes I, I, I Parler's back, I heard. But before they shut it down, one of the things I, I enjoy doing, because, like, you guys know, I study chimpanzees like Jane Goodall stu- studies apes. And I wrote that on my parlor, um, my parlor uh, <clears throat> handle or whatever. So I would go in there and I would act like, I, I, I called myself Dr. Dr. Dactyl, Ph.D., and under it said, I study chimpanzees like Jane Goodall stumpy, studies apes. So in my parlor avatar, 
I would um, I would dissect their comments like I was studying them, you know, like. <laughs> but anyway, I would whenever they would comment, I would write up some kind of like pseudo intellectual comment about as if I was dissecting their. Uh, them like uh, Jane Goodall's apes, you know. Anyway, and we should continue to do that, I think. That's a, probably a good way to approach them. But the thing I kept hearing on Parler, uh, one of the things they kept attacking me with was that, well, at least you're free to say all of these uh, things. You're, you're, no one's going to censor you here or whatever, as if what I was saying was... It wasn't outrageous. It wasn't um, a lie, or it wasn't uh, a big lie. That's for sure. So, um, but they because they act as if freedom of speech means freedom from the consequences of those spe- of that speech. Do you know that they think that? Oh, at least you're free, but. This is why um, if we want a functioning democratic republic, you, you, you don't, let's say, for example, in school, you have a class, you bring kids to school, and you want to educate them and make them into future leaders and adults and uh, the next generation, of course. So you don't bring them into a classroom and say, well, here's, here's today's lesson there's the earth is flat i mean well the earth is round but it also might be flat you decide and that's not how it works there's the truth and then there's not the truth and then there's uh republicanism which is a whole uh bunch set of lies in itself but the um you you can't expect people to read things and just be like, well, that's not true, and know inherently what's true and what's false, especially if you don't have the experience. How do you know? So if somebody doesn't have uh, friends that have darker pigment, they don't expose themselves to different, uh, the variety of life, then all they got is Tucker Carlson's word for it. How are they supposed to know what's real, what's not real? They weren't at the Black Lives Matter movement or any of the protests. They didn't see for their, them, their, their own eyes, their own lying eyes, that it was peaceful. They didn't see that. All they heard was Tucker Carlson and the Republicans going on about how violent and how what, a, a bunch of riots and how everything, the real problems, Antifa. It's really a thing that doesn't exist. God. But after questioning whether Chauvin received a fair punishment or is guilty, this is what he says, quote unquote, guilty of the specific crimes for which he was just convicted, Carlson proceeded to undermine the entire justice system. Well, isn't this what they do, right? Look at what they did on January 6th. Proceeded to undermine the entire justice system. That's, that's what the Republicans do. Forget the entire justice system. They're undermining the entire democratic system. When it doesn't f- seem to work for them. 
See, it didn't work for, um, uh, for Americans of all pigments who knew the injustice of the justice system. I mean, I remember watching, uh, I was uh, alive during Rodney King. I remember when that video came out and I couldn't believe that those cops were let off. They beat that fucking guy. Like, um, nobody asked them to beat somebody. He, they were supposed to take somebody to jail. If that was the case, I don't know. Rodney King, they said he was speeding. And then they pulled him over. He got out. He, he surrendered. And they, they proceeded to beat the living shit out of him. Which is not the job of the cops. And then they get off? They get off. How? Now, you ask me, or anybody else, what would happen if we did something like that? Pulled someone, or let's say, whatever, got into a fight. Somebody got out of their car, and then we proceeded to beat the shit out of them until an inch of their life, and would we get off? No. This, this, this is not freedom. And if anybody who's got lighter pigment and doesn't understand that, I'm telling you, you're part of the problem then. But Carlson, according, well, this is from the article, from the, uh, Carlson proceeded to undermine the entire justice system, just like the Republicans did uh, the entire voting system. When they don't like it, see, they like it when, it all, when they can rig the system, when the shit goes their way even when it's so outrageously unfair, like in the Rodney King verdict. So outrageously un- uh, and obviously a corrupt response to a racist-ass system with a bunch of fucking racists letting cops off the hook as usual, again, for kicking somebody's ass, for... Doing that, something that's not their job. Now, if nobody, if you don't realize that, if a cop pulls somebody over and um, they beat the shit out of somebody and you think you're free because that hasn't happened to you, if cops can do that to anybody, they can do that to everybody. But... That's not how it worked here in the United States of serfs and lords, of course. Our African-American brothers and sisters know that well. For, for, for generations, they know this. So the white people of this country, I guess, not that smart. They don't seem to, as long as, well, people are people. They all want to get under the radar, leave me alone. Right? That's how the only way evil triumphs is when good people do nothing. And this is why they do nothing. Because they just want to be left alone. They don't want to be... This is what happens. This is how uh, autocracies ascend and democracies die. People just don't want to be bothered. They don't want any trouble. So... Yes, Carlson proceeded to undermine the entire justice system, one that has long excused cops for violence against black people, telling viewers to ask, 
Can we trust the way this decision was made? Yeah, I saw the video. I heard the testimony. I heard the testimony of the bystanders, of the cops, of the chief of police, motherfucker. Now, what did you hear? Oh, Tucker Carlson, all he knows is he's a white guy and he needs the cops to do whatever the fuck they want because a fascist agenda calls for it. When the fascism really breaks out and democracy is truly dead, when they finally put that last nail in the coffin of democracy, they're going to need those cops. That's why you can't have a verdict like this when you're a fascist. When, that's why all of the fascists, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Tucker Carlson's, all of the right-wingers are all decrying this verdict, which is, is unbelievable to me. Or anybody, really, who saw, who, who knows? Who's not an idiot? So can we trust that the, the way this decision was made, the comments came the same day, a GOP-led resolution to censure Maxine Waters. Representative Maxine Waters was tabled in the House, an effort spearheaded by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, because it's Maxine Waters has darker pigment, and she's a little too uppity for them, you see? She doesn't know her place. She's not like C.J. Pearson or Candace Owens. She doesn't, or, or Diamond and Silk. She doesn't know her place. She's making too much trouble. She's pointing out, uh, what is she saying? They, they always go after her, but, and that's because it's exactly like I said. She's too uppity for them. And um, where is it? Here's, here's Steve Scalise talking to the press. People have talked about the comments that other people have made and spoken out against it. Right now, I haven't heard any Democrats speaking out against what Maxine has said. Maxine. Uh, and, and it's time for Democrats to speak out when they see it on both sides. They only want to speak out on one side of the aisle, not Maxine. on both. And that hypocrisy, both I think, sides. is starting to shine through. Fuck you. We're talking about colleagues, though, who say that the, the comments that Congresswoman Maxine Waters made is on par with the comments that former President Trump made prior to January 6th, that that's like the same level of violence? No. Oh, in fact, President Trump used the words peaceful. Oh, you uh, son when of he a talked yes, about we're so uh, stupid. You know, the statements that he made. I haven't heard Maxine. Out of all of the violent rhetoric, he said, what he, he threw out peaceful, and that's what they hang their hats on. And yet again, another example, what about ism? Anything about peacefully protesting. She's talked about violence. She's talked about, I think the word is get more confrontational in she the hasn't streets about if the verdict goes violence, the way. you fucking prick. See, a lie. She's talked about violence, get more confrontational is not violence. Well, well, I thought these Republicans, you remember when they all had to say which woman, American woman they admired and they could only come up with Margaret Thatcher, who's not an American? And then one of them said, um, um, uh, Rosa Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all were like, yeah, yeah. A good one. Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks. Well, Rosa Parks 
she violated the law. She got confrontational. She didn't know her place. If these people, you see, all that's separating a Republican fascist from uh, a brown shirt and a crystal knocked is, a, is opportunity and uh, environment. That's for sure. But Republicans, wh- whatever, uh, they, whatever they're, they're saying, is uh, they're just full of shit. What about it? What about Maxine? Maxine, he says. Maxine. The woman is 80 years old, okay? And show some fucking respect. Now, a Steve Scalise, this little cowardly little man-child, he, he is unfit to, put, to have Maxine Waters' name in his mouth. You see, so he could never, he doesn't have the courage, the integrity, the, uh, the wherewithal, the resilience to, to walk a mile in her shoes, to live the life that, that she lived in this country, in her skin. Unlike Steve Scalise, who is Steve Scalise? A little white, whiny little prick who doesn't, who, who lives, who, ta- who benefits from the broken system so much that he won't let go of that broken system. He will do everything he can to make sure it remains broken. Maxine. Why don't we censure Maxine? Oh, because they, Republicans, you see, like I say, you know, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry, never, and also never, ever taking responsibility. The party of personal responsibility. There they are again. Forget the insurrection. Forget them, what they do. Well, Maxine said something once that we could twist and she's black, so, you know, they're really going to chew that up on Fox News. I mean, Steve's... Maxine? Maxine. How dare you? And this is who they are. They diminish her. She's Maxine. Eh. I'm like, I guess we're lucky they, she, he called her by her name. There's nothing peaceful about that. No. Uh, and again, the- what's peace? She said, get confrontational. And we should. Why? Should you not get confrontational? Violence. What if uh, they didn't, what if they got confrontational in 1929, Berlin or whatever? They could have got confrontational. Oh, the, oh, don't worry. The, the Nazis, they were victims too, according to their own propaganda. They were being victimized, so victimized by the Jews. That's the way every fascist plays it. They're the victims. When doesn't matter. They could have the, the, the whole block down with knees on necks, and they'll be talking about, it's, we're doing it because we were under attack. We were in fear for our lives. They weren't complying in the land of the free. 
how can the land of the free be free when people with darker pigment aren't complying? That's what it means to be uh, be a Steve Scalise in the world. You get you're already you already get a head start. You got uh, you're ahead of the game, and then some uppity Maxine comes along. And she says things like, get confrontational. Fuck this shit. Well, that's, she didn't say that. She didn't say, let's get violent, even though that's what he said. Let's get violent. And Trump used the words peaceful. He oh. used the fucking word peaceful, yeah. Once. He said, peacefully. Yeah, we're going to get there peacefully. Because he's a gr grifter, a con man. Oh, my God, these people. When he talked about, uh, you know, the statements that he made, I haven't heard Maxine saying anything Maxine. about peacefully protesting. She's talked about violence. Oh, She's fuck you. You see, the thing with Republicans, she hasn't talked about violence. All right, scumbag. But the thing with Republicans is, wait, hold on. About violence, she's talked about. I think the word is get more confrontational. It doesn't matter what you do. You see, and with Republicans, they you can't win because if you, you the only thing you could do if you're somebody with darker pigment, the only thing you're allowed to do in conservative bizarro world is be um, a, a member of the straight white patriarchal privilege cheerleading squad anything less than that you're you're not you're uppity you're not on the team you're please if you're if you're somebody with darker pigment and you're a uh, like a cj pearson a candace owens they love you because you're a human shield to them but if you're anybody else, if you're a normal person and you're going about the business of living in this fucked up country and you're, you believe the bullshit you've been hearing since you're a child, how uh, it's our country, we the people, right? We're e pluribus unum and all. And you're trying to affect change, the, the must needed change. The, and you're because you're sick of it you're sick of all the the hypocrisy and you know that hey we have a decent blueprint here for a functioning civilization let's try to make it uh an actualized document not just aspirational so you work within the system to do that and to highlight certain injustices you know you might take a knee during a sporting event when you know that a lot of eyeballs are on you or you'll take to the streets or you'll go protest in front of somebody's house whatever it is it's never the right thing to do if according to republicans so when what is it you should what not take a knee or take a knee. You should, whatever it is, you're in the streets protesting. You're, you're supposed to be uh, whatever way you are. It's never good enough. It's not the right way. 
you're you'll never affect change this way not that they they don't see because the bottom line is they don't want anything to change nothing is wrong what's wrong is that the american people are waking up they don't and they can't afford that the republicans can't have that the people are waking up this is not just the people with darker pigment there, there, there are white people, people with lighter pigment in the Black Lives Matter movement. That's a problem for Republicans. So instead of taking, taking the situation for what it is, why do they have to take a contrarian view of, this, uh, of the Chauvin trial? Why? Because... They, this is a, this is dangerous. When we celebrate, when Americans celebrate, Republicans whine. You ever notice that? When America wins, the Republicans are upset. When we're doing something correctly, they hate it. When America loses, Republicans cheer. Literally. Unbelievable. Yep. This past Saturday, February 13, 2021, other dim-witted Republicans refused to find Trump not guilty for the shit he's been doing. That's Errol Thomas on the chat. Yeah. Dinosaurs in denial, Jim says. On Newsmax, Newsmax, they're say, they said, jury decided to sacrifice Chauvin to the mob. No, the, the Capitol rioters, that's a mob. Um, the justice system and a jury of our peers. That's not a mob. That's the antidote to the mob. That's called freedom. But I know it's confusing to Republicans. Of course it is. I'm not surprised it's confusing because they hate democracy. Ultimately, they are an anti-democratic ideology. They always have been. That's conservatism in a nutshell. Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight on the conservative network Newsmax... Which, which plays on my, on my goddamn Spectrum cable. I was telling you, I, w- I couldn't believe it. I was looking at the news channels. Newsmax. Why don't they put on uh, progressive shows? Progressive news. The Newsmax, Fox News, all of it. All of the right way. It's, it is entirely propaganda. Actually, let me play this thing. Speaking of, where is it? I hope I have it. Oh, here it is. So the, the, I don't know if I'll play the whole thing, but the former Australian prime minister gave an interview on CNN, Malcolm Turnbull, and he was talking about Rupert Murdoch. The Murdoch uh, media empire uh, has enormous political power 
It is the most potent political force in Australia. It does not operate uh, as a conventional news or journalistic operation any longer. Uh, its influence in the United States, in Britain, in all of the countries where it is to be found is now utterly partisan. It is more like a political party, but the only members are the Murdochs. And as, as you know, it has driven uh, populist right-wing agendas, denying climate change, uh, supporting extremism uh, on the right of politics, of populist politics, uh, to the extent, most irresponsibly of all, you might think, uh, supporting the proposition that Joe Biden had in fact stolen the election and was not legitimately elected president. And mm. that, of course, was directly connected to the sacking, uh, the, 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 the assault, a violent assault on the United States Capitol, uh, a shocking event and one of the darkest days in America's political history. You, Mr. Turnbull, seem more disturbed by the attack on the U.S. Capitol uh, than a lot of people here in the United States. A lot of conservatives are trying to deny what happened and pretend it wasn't that bad. But I appreciate that you saw it for what it was. Well, it was an assault on democracy. It was, and, it, and you see, what Murdoch has delivered, largely through Fox News in the United States, is exactly mm -hmm. what Vladimir Putin wanted to achieve with his disinformation campaigns turning one uh, part of America against another. So exacerbating the divisions that already exist in American society and yep. undermine the trust Americans have in their democratic institutions. Now, that, that's the ob that was the objective of the Russian disinformation campaign. And that is exactly what has been delivered uh, from by Fox News and by other uh, players in that right wing populist um, you know, media ecosystem. And, and it is, in effect, they, what they have created is a market for crazy. They've yep. become unhinged from the facts. Uh, it is now, basically, they've worked out that you can just make stuff up. Uh, they, we, you know, everyone talks about and complains about social media. But what is being done by curated media mainstream media, including and in particular Fox News, has done enormous damage to the United States. I mean, the question you have to ask yourself is, is America a more divided country than it was before, thanks to Murdoch's influence? The answer must be yes. Mm -hmm. uh, do Americans have less faith in their electoral institutions and in their legitimate institutions of government uh, as a result of Murdoch? Yes. Now, that is a terrible outcome. That is a terrible outcome. You said Murdoch's created a market for crazy. I've, I've never heard anyone say it quite like that before. A market for crazy. And if this clip is re-aired on Fox News, they'll say, you're insulting all of Trump's supporters. You're insulting all of uh, conservative America. Uh, and, and they would say, that's um, going to harm your cause. Uh, have you thought about what the right way or what the most effective ways are to combat the so-called market for crazy? Look, when somebody tells lies and spreads misinformation and you call them out, you are calling out the liar 
not the people that have been mm. taken in by the lies. Mm. They're the victims, mm. right? Yep. So, you know, Murdoch has to take responsibility for what he has done. You know, politicians Please. take responsibility. They come up for election every few years. The power that has been, the power that is exerted by Murdoch and in such a partisan way. I mean, this is, look, I, I've been involved in the media business most of my life, since the, since the mid-70s, early 70s, yeah. in fact. And, you know, I, I grew up with newspapers that some of them lent more to the left, others more to the right, but they basically reported the news straight. And on election day, they would say, you know, vote for this party or vote for that party. Fair enough. What you now have with Murdoch, and you see it with Fox News, so Americans don't need, you know, an Australian to tell them this, but what you see now is just undiluted uh, propaganda. Fox yeah. CEO Lachlan Murdoch has relocated uh, near you, he's relocated uh, to, to Sydney or thereabouts. And uh, so I wonder why you think that is and whether the two of you should get together and try to hash this out. Oh, please. Why well, is that a question? Lock like, we, we should all get together and hash it out. Don't you want to... <laughs> He's an Australian now. Did you hear what he just said? This is a propaganda network that has done more harm to this country, than to the democratic countries of this earth, than Putin could ever hope to accomplish on his own. And uh, so I wonder why you think that is and whether the two of you should get together and try to hash this out. What the fuck? It's not the two of them. It's the whole earth. This is part of the reason we're in this boat. You see the corporate media failing again. Not doing any any job. What is what is their job? They're not doing their job, informing the public. So when some the the truth gets out, when the Australian the former Australian Prime Minister says something profoundly true, and that's the response. That's the response from the corporate media. Hey, why don't you two? He's in Australia now. You two guys, you should get together. And hash it out. What do you think? It's not them two that have to hash it out. It's he's. Did you hear what he just said? Murdoch is a propagandist that's harming the democratic countries of Earth in ways that Putin could only dream of. Hey, you guys could get together though and hash it out. It's not him and Murdoch that have a problem. It's the democratic countries of Earth. And Murdoch is, is, is like a demon. In the, well, look, I don't I've know. Known He's Lachlan a flying Murdoch monkey. For many years. Uh, and I've spoken to him and his father about, um, in fact, I know pretty much all the family. Uh, I've spoken to both of them about these issues in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that Lachlan is uh, more more right wing than his father, uh, more mm. extreme, and uh, he. I think that the bottom line is they enjoy the power. You know, a lot of mm. people assume 
that people are attracted to power simply because for the purpose of doing something. Uh, that's a very generous assumption. But many people in the media, in business, in politics, are attracted to power for its own sake. And asking them, why do you want to exert this power, is like saying to somebody, you know, why do you want to have sex? It is so, it's an urge. Mm. It is a, so, that, so the power, the influence, that is what turns them on. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, I saw the relationship between Rupert Murdoch and Donald Trump. I have never seen a politician as deferential to Murdoch as Trump was. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was clearly a very symbiotic relationship. Murdoch knew very well, I, I know this, he knew very well what Trump's shortcomings were. He didn't think he was qualified to be president, but once he thought he could make him president, Mm. and have that influence over him, but to what end, uh, he did so. And so you ended up, again, where did you end? You ended with an assault on the Congress. You ended up with a country that where a third, so I recently saw of the public, believe that Biden was not legitimately elected, you know, in defiance of all the facts and all the reality. Now that is a that is a that is the type of outcome that Vladimir Putin could only dream of having achieved, but mm. it was done mm. by Rupert Murdoch and Lachlan and their organisation, and they are not held to account at all. But they should be. You see, they are not held to account at all. That's the Republican way. That's conservatism in a nutshell. Oh, let me see. Oh, I just, uh, as that video was playing, I sent a message to Rockfin about getting rid of trolls. They have no mechanism for getting rid of a troll. So it says, we are working right now on comment moderation for creators. First version will roll out in a week or so. Hmm, yes, okay. Send me, in the meantime, send me his thing and I will take care of it. His name is WM. He has a generic avatar. Okay. All right. Anyway, whatever. That'll be gone. Good. Isn't that lovely? That's what's so frustrating, though, on uh, Rockfin. There's, like, no control. All right. What else am I talking about? Oh, a couple of things. We have some more things to talk about. I haven't seen you guys in a while, and the whole first part of the show, I was yelling at, th at this troll, and then, you know, the time gets eaten away that way and it sucks that's why I have to do a show a daily show at a set time I really need to and thank you for those who are you're the early adopters and I can't do it without you really and who the hell would want to do it without you that's the other question but I want to thank you Jim for tonight's show for sponsoring tonight's show Jim thank you for taking that extra step 
for going to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and becoming a patron. And thank you. I see Drew on the chat. Drew sent you a note in PayPal. Thank you. Take care of my fur babies and yourself. I appreciate that. Thank you, Drew. All right. And thank you. Thank you all. Where's my, my people? Here we go. Where is YouTube? And again, thank you, Jim. And thank you, JD, for tonight's Super Chats so far. All right, what do I have on my... I forget. I forget. Wait a minute. What's on the list? There was a couple of things because I want I'm not sure which how much to talk about. Ah! There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about well, first, let's just do this. Let's talk about Matt Getz cuz I thought that was funny. Matt Getz is a douchebag. We understand that. If only he was just a douchebag. He's a dangerous douchebag. But Matt Getz, um, Business Insider, in, <laughs> interviewed the people he went to high school with. And it's as you expected. Matt Getz was a big asshole as a high schooler. He's always been an asshole. Isn't that funny? It's not unexpected. It's not funny. It's typical. They're, they're not nice. Republicans. Show me somebody, a Republican. Well, first of all, show me somebody who is a decent person. And you won't see a Republican. Show me somebody who in high school is not a, not an asshole. And chances are they don't grow up to be Republicans. From Business Insider, Robin Bravender writes, back in the 90s at Florida's Niceville High School. That If that's... Doesn't sound like it was written by a, a comic book. Niceville High School. Matt Getz had a reputation as a know-it-all who talked over his peers and obsessed over wealth and social status. Of course... Not about, he's not obsessing over making America uh, more fair, equitable, equal justice under the law, under the wall, under, uh, you know, upward mobility, income inequality. He's not, he's not obsessed, obsessed with wealth and social status, not in the way that would make him a decent person. Being obsessed with wealth and social status, such as to make the world a better place. You know, the fact that the American people can't save $400, that 80% are living check to check. He's not obsessed with it in that way. He's obsessed with it in his way. To mi- so he can be a, a top dog. And if that's who he is. That's what we see, what we see right now with him and his, the downfall of his political career, which can't come fast enough. 
of his own making, where he's not in government to make the 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 country a better place to live for 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 all. No, he's in government because it's a cushy it's a cushy cushy job for somebody who sucks, who's a mediocre little lick spittle. He's got nothing to offer. He will bring nothing to the table. He's brought nothing to the table except nudie pictures of uh, naked underage girls and hula hoops. This is who he is. You don't see Bernie Sanders doing things like that. Of course not. Or Maxine, right? They're too busy trying to affect change in spite of these republicans you see that's who we're trying to overcome when we say we shall overcome we were overcoming them when we say uh you know we're in this whatever when 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 we're out in the streets protesting for a more perfect union that's who we're fighting against the likes of Matt Getz. Matt Getz has a reputation as a know-it-all who talked over his peers and obsessed over wealth and social status. According to interviews with his former classmates, Getz once bragged in high school that he had a friend whose family was so wealthy that the friend used the seatbelt from his dad's old private jet as a belt for his pants. You see how they are? Because any somebody like that, that's you could you imagine I can I can imagine this person in high school. I'm sure I would have hated him with good reason. He probably would have hated me too. I probably would have been like, what a pathetic little prick. But that's somebody who has no uh no it, it, like it's just empty, small. Oh, uh, somebody's so wealthy that he used the Jets seatbelt as a belt. Oh, are you impressed? Do you want to see pictures of, um, of naked girls with a hula hoop? Uh, he used, uh, he's so wealthy. How wealthy was he? Oh, are you impressed? He uses private jet belt as a belt for his pants. <laughs> the Republicans' high school classmates are dishing about him to Insider and gossiping about him on their Facebook alumni group. One Beavis and Butthead meme is particularly stinging. Now that gets his sex scandal is dominating headlines and cable news shows. Getz is the subject of a Justice Department sex trafficking investigation. He denies that he acted illegally. Bullshit. In middle school, Getz got into a fight with a teacher about the definition of archipelago. Getz went home and made copies of what he thought the definition was. His former classmate said, then he plastered them all over the teacher's door. Isn't he a stupid little bitch? I've met people like Matt, and it's one of those things that every once in a while you go, oh, maybe I'm reading this wrong, and then two seconds later you go, oh, no, he's just an asshole. 
said Clear, Kira Black, Blokel, a former Getz classmate who hung out with him during his debate club days, you poor thing. In, insider interviewed 21 former Getz high school classmates. Come on, I want to read the story. Son of a bitch. It's behind a paywall. That makes me mad. That makes me mad. Let me see. Well, we know he's an asshole. I thought I had a subscription to that. Hmm. Where is it? Let's see. People... Ah. That sucks. All right. Well, we can go on to the next story then. Gets is an asshole. We know that. Let's. That's enjoyable watching him flail and fizzle out into flames of his own making. That's wonderful. And there's a couple of things. That's why we need a daily goddamn show. I'm telling you. There's so many fucking stories. It's never ending. That we can talk about. Um, my God. Well, well, the other thing. I guess we could just talk about this quickly. The one. This is in good news. The good news section of the show. Ted Nugent tests positive for COVID. <laughs> I thought it was a hoax. Right? Didn't you? I, that's what he said. It was a hoax. Where is COVID when you need it? You know, I, I, I'm glad that COVID did its job in this cir- circumstance. But, you know, why? Why? How come he's still walking around and, and 560,000 Americans have met their demise thanks to the people like Ted Nugent? Who go uh, go around tell all of the morons who follow him that it's a hoax that it's uh, it's a conspiracy. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Who's wearing a mask? Of course, he didn't wear a mask when he had COVID and was flying on a private jet with the with Governor Christie Nome. Why is anybody flying on a private jet with him and then posing for photos? Look at this picture. He's got COVID right there. There you go. Good for you, all of you. Now you've got COVID. Great. The Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, has tested positive for the coronavirus. One week after flying with Governor Christy Nome from Waco, Texas to Pierre, In his announcement, Nugent says he has been having symptoms for 10 days prior to getting his positive result. His flight with Nome, six days before the announcement, falls within that window. Nugent's wife posted a picture of herself and her husband with Nome, along with Greg and Donna Mosing, a pair of GOP donors. Flight logs show the plane traveled from Naples, Florida to Waco before heading 
onward to Pierre. After this, the plane flew back to Louisiana with all that COVID inside and all those people in it who then encountered other people who then went about their way and all over the country. They were in airports. Who knows what they, where they spread this virus because they weren't wearing masks or taking precautions at le- in the very least. They reached out to no- the news, whatever, Keoland News, reached out to Nome's communications director to ask whether Nome had been tested for COVID following Nugent's diagnosis, as well as whether masks were worn on the flight. To answer these questions, oh, they were not provided. The answer to the questions... Governor Nome recently had her first dose of the Pfizer vaccine and will receive her second dose very soon. She self-monitors, you know, for for symptoms. And she's feeling really great. That's the communication director, Christy Nome. The first, the trip was not Nome's, ew. First interaction, look at this with Nugent, who, in December of 2020, gifted her an autographed guitar in the shape of a rifle. What's wrong with these people? What's with them and their fucking guns? Get a real hobby, you stupid, tiredly, cowardly, tedious, tiresome scums, cowards. I think her leadership is the best gift ever for America. America's greatest governor, Christy, she writes her name wrong. You can't be bothered to look up her name. Gnome of South Dakota said she got the best Christmas gift ever. I think her leadership is the best gift. Oh my God. You hear? You hear where we live? You see where we live? No wonder we're all fucked up. Oh my god. Marjorie, let's get back to the Chauvin um, guilty verdict and the Republican response. Marjorie Taylor Greene faces backlash for calling Black Lives Matter the greatest terrorist risk to the United States. When Republicans, she's the greatest terrorist risk to the United States. It's the Republicans who are the terrorists. The FBI knows it. The Department of Homeland Security knows it. The military knows it. The cops know it. Anybody, the Republicans know it. Here. Wait a minute. This is, I saw this art, this uh, package on CNN about the Oath Keepers, right? That they were saying, um, well, let me play it, though. The group's members face some of the most serious charges of conspiracy relating to the Capitol attack. These Tonight, are the greatest terrorists. The far right anti government paramilitary group, the Oath Keepers, might have come to the D.C. area that day, at least preparing for a potentially deadly confrontation. Prosecutors now say at least one member of the Oath Keepers likely stored weapons at this Comfort Inn hotel in Arlington, Virginia, just a few miles from the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. 
Prosecutors say the weapons were for a so-called quick reaction force that the Oath Keepers could deploy into D.C. if needed. So if Oath Keepers had actually brought these weapons into D.C. proper, um, I think that would have certainly heightened tensions between... Show me where there's um, Black Lives Matter stockpiling weapons. Okay? Show me. Here, and this is, uh, they go on, the, this CNN package goes on about the Oath Keepers, because an Oath Keeper was charged, and he's actually, I think he's taken a plea and turning witness against his fellow uh, terrorists. So here, l let's listen to the end of this, um, the CNN package and um, how this corporate media mouthpiece wraps up. There is no indication that any of those weapons allegedly stockpiled possibly at that hotel were actually brought into Washington on January 6th. One defense attorney has claimed that that so-called quick reaction force was a precautionary measure against potential violence from Antifa. You hear me? You hear that shit? He, okay, uh, it, it makes sense that the filthy um, defense attorneys for these... Uh, terrorists, the the oath keepers, will bring this. Uh, it was a quick reaction for so they were stockpiling weapons on January sixth as a quick reaction force for what? And the defense attorney is saying because uh, it was a quick reaction force against Antifa. Where the fuck is Antifa? If Antifa is was a thing. Wouldn't you think that January 6th, they would show up? It would be like, holy shit, there's an assault on the cap. The fascists are assaulting the Capitol. Let's go. Let's take this Capitol Hill back from these fascists. And then the, the thing that bothered me about the CNN package, and, and it's a, just another example of how, why, and, uh, uh, and, just another example how fucked up this country is and uh, and why it's effed up because he he reports that the defense attorney said that they're stockpiling weapons against possible uh, antifa attacks what are you talking why are what wait 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 why aren't you saying that that it's bullshit. That's the last thing he says, and it's back to you. That Antifa is not a thing. There is no force of Antifa. And just him saying that gives life to the big lie, to another one of the Republican big lies. That Antifa is a thing. That it's dangerous, that we gotta watch out, we gotta stockpile weapons. There might be a, a big fight against Oath Keepers and Antifa. Well, won't we all be surprised? Because all that this, if Antifa materializes, it's like it's, they might as well be reporting on Bigfoot. They were stockpiling weapons for possible infiltration of, by Bigfoot, by aliens. by the chupacabra. There's no organized 
a group called Antifa. I mean, Antifa is a thing. It's an idea. It's not an organization. But yet again, there goes the goddamn conservatives. A lie. On, a, on big lie after big lie after big lie. And then the corporate media, the lazy fucks that they are, what they add. They do the bidding of these right-wingers, and that's why we're so fucked up. The propaganda from sea to shining sea that's rotting people's brains, and there's no... Where, where's the truth? Is it, is it um, that the corporate media is afraid of being labeled biased? Who cares? If they don't report the lie, the big lie, as if it's the truth? And the defense attorney said that they were stockpiling weapons because of Antifa. That doesn't exist. That is uh, the modern update of the eternal Jew or, or communist, which was the same thing in Nazi Germany. Everything that happened, it was the commies, it was the, the, the which ended up to be synonymous with Jews. He has claimed that that so-called quick reaction force was a precautionary measure against potential violence from Antifa. And the way he reports it, from Antifa. Show me Antifa. You, you're a reporter. Get me some Antifas here. Let's get some interviews of the Antifa. I mean, you got the Oath Keepers. There they are. They're in fucking jail, some of them, and some of them are turning on their fellow scumbags. We got you. Show me some Antifas. There's got to be a couple of them. It's like living in a goddamn crazy town. I'm so tired of them. I really am. Are you tired of them as uh, as tired as I am? Mm-mm-mm. It's possible infiltration by Antifa or something like that, you know. This fake thing that they made up as an excuse to take away your freedoms to turn America into a permanent fascist state. By Antifa. If I hear Antifa again, I swear to God. Give me a break. There, this is why we need the show. And others like it. Because... Look at the corporate media. Antifa. If they ever did their job, I mean, I would be happy. I'd pro- I would talk about it. But come on. That's not doing your job. Just repeating the lies. Repeating fa- fascist lies. It's so, it's so fascinating, though. Really. All over the... Me- they talk about Antifa, but nobody ever has... They never have um, anybody from Antifa or saying, yes, look, here, 
Here's everybody got cameras on, right? We all got cameras now. You got to have a, a camera crew following you around at all times. So everybody's got cameras, but we can't find one Antifa. No Antifa in action. Look, here's the Oath Keepers pan over. Look, and there's their who they're fighting against, Antifa. And nobody says, where's Antifa? Can we get some um, representatives from Antifa on here? There's no, f because there doesn't fucking exist. But let's just talk about it as if it does exist. It's like Santa Claus on the, on Christmas Eve, how kids are, they have the, that's the big lie, right? Where they have the following Santa's sleigh. He has just left the North Pole. It's, that's how it feels like talking about Antifa. Well, Antifa was coming, and I thought, oh, gee, I wasn't a good boy or girl. And I might get some call. If you're not good, go to sleep, and when you wake up, Antifa will have left you some presents. If you, and if you lose a tooth and you put it under your pillow, Antifa will come and give you a dollar. I don't know, maybe it's $5 now. I got nothing. I got 25 cents. And it's... That was bullshit back then. Antifa? Oh, right, Jim on the chat. Oh, Antifa was just here. He must have left. We, we just keep missing him. Like two ships that pass in the, in the night. Where's Antifa when you need it? You think Antifa would have been there on January 6th to save the country from the fascists. But nope, nope, where was Antifa? Yes, we better stockpile these weapons for Antifa and the eternal Jew and the commies and the socialists and the labor unions. You know, all of the people that aren't American aren't patriots. They're so patriotic, they're not patriots. They're so patriotic. That's what it means in Republican, bizarro world. If you're a patriot, that means you're, you're, you are to be feared and vilified. If you're an actual patriot, like Colin Kaepernick, when you, when you do put your whole being on the line to try to make this country a more perfect union, and you're, that's a patriot right there. And the Republicans, they don't know what to do with that because that's, they're not patriots. That's the bottom line. They're not patriots. They hate America. They're not only hate America, they're confused by America. And that's why they hate America. They're fearful little tiny creatures who lack the fundamental emotional maturity to function in a free democratic society. They can only pretend to love it. But really what they are is racists. That's it. And it's all out in the open now. They can't help it. As we get to be, as we, as we try, as we step forward and become a more perfect union we're trying to do that 
That's what Black Lives Matter is about. We're trying to be a functioning democracy, not just an aspirational, one that works for all, equal justice under the law for everyone. Imagine that. The Republicans, what is their response to that? It's big lies, lies on top of lies, and it's clinging to racism, clinging to the, the refuse of racism. Their um, Anglo-Saxon caucus. I mean, God. Right out in the elbow. Uh, the replacement theory. We're going to be replaced. Uh, when immigrants come in, that means we're being replaced. Holy shit, you can't be replaced fast enough. Don't you get it? You're not contributing anything. We need to replace you. It's sort of like that's the cycle of life, really. We need, you're old, outdated. Nothing against old. I'm saying you could be old but not stupid. You You hope that being old gets you, makes you wiser. But as far as Republicans, they're just, they are, um, the only thing they have, the only thing they want to do and are doing is dragging us backwards. So that's not what, that's not life. That's not the way it goes in, in, in your, in your humanity itself, in your own person or in a civilization. You have to evolve. You have to continue to grow, continue to change and become better. We are becoming better. We're trying. Trying to, to look past the superficial distinctions without a difference. Like the, the pigment of someone's skin. I mean, it's the stupidest thing. And it will, you mark my words, you know it that future generations are gonna look back and sometimes i do just for as a mental exercise i try to imagine what it will be like in the future and i think about uh, in perspective i try to look back on the present with the eyes of the future thinking what will they what will they say what will they think and i know that they're gonna look back on this racist time and they're going to be appalled. They're going to say, thank God we are not like that anymore. Just like I, when I look back on parts of history and I think, what, ugh, gross. I would have hated to, to live during that time, to be a woman especially. Forget about it. They would have hung me or burned me at the stake. There's no doubt. But all throughout history... You move forward, we move forward, and then you have the conservatives standing in the way. That's what they do. And sometimes when they get power, they, they get violent. They are a violent, blood-soaked, bloodthirsty bunch of ghouls. They don't want people they are doing, uh, you know, expressing humanity, becoming, uh, evolving, thinking, that's all oh, history is riddled with the, with conservative violence. 
the Inquisition. You know, just think about all of the times in history. Any time. You know, oh, you got a conservative there. Trying to put you in your place. And now we know. When well, you look back, you think about... Just think about, like, the Reformation and the conservative... How many people burned at the stake? Burned for their, their beliefs? Ugh, sickening. But that's conservatism for you. It does not want to evolve. It wants... It's, it's really the... The um, statement that defines is it that the excuse me that defines it is the beatings will continue until morale improves. That's that's conservatism in a nutshell. Because it's it's a, a hierarchical ideology that every people have to are in natural places, quote unquote. According to pigment, according to PP, not according to reality. Mm-mm. But according to what they think or their what sky promoting a show. Oh shit! Or just what trying to drive awareness. Spotify Ad Studio can help you reach your Hold audience on. every possible moment. Be heard. Son of a bitch! Fucking what the hell was that? An ad just like, uh, oh, no, 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 no. What happened? What happened? Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Of course, now everything's stuck. Well, I think President Trump's always been opinionated that, you know, just what because is he playing left being in my ear. It's not going to stop. But I think what he also talked about were all the successes that he had. In the oh, administration. my God. Kill and me. And I think that's what Republicans are uniting on. I mean, if you look at the whole situation, we got a I mean, problem every day. Biden and Kamala Harris are in office, unites the Republicans. Oh, my God. Here we go. Finally it stopped. Did the fucking show just go off the air? Hold on, guys. Oh, okay. That's good. No, so I hate that. Shit. I don't know if you heard that, but the all of a sudden an ad started playing. I must have had a browser open. And then it was Nikki Haley. Yes, you heard it. Spotify. It was a fucking ad. Spotify ad. And then Nikki Haley came on and what the hell? Who cares? All right, the, the last thing we'll talk about. Where is it? Beep, pop, 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 pop. Hold on. Beep, pop, 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 pop. Scoopy, doopy, so doopy. Here it comes. Done what the Trump fuck? Trump reversals that have been harmful. So, you know, the president's not going to change his style. Shut just up. The president's office. But the idea that he was able to say, let's focus down. Oh, no. This is like we- playing. I didn't ask you so to play. This past weekend, former President Donald Trump had some pretty harsh words for fellow Republicans, Senate Minority Leader now. We played this the other day, so Nikki Haley. Do you think that that kind of action helps the party, hurts the party? What do you make of that as another leader within the GOP? Well, I think President as a leader, that's a leader. That, you know, he's opinionated. Because- you know, he's a lovable old traitor 
Everyone, he's just a big orange teddy bear of treason. You know, he's always been opinionated. Like when he spread the big lie and g everyone stormed the Capitol and then uh, got a cop killed and five uh, and four other people ended up dead. Oh, you know, he's just a lovable old traitor. Because <laughs> he left being president, that's not going to stop. But I think what he yes, he's, he can't admit that he lost. That's not going to stop. That's just him. Don't worry about it, anybody. Um, look, look at me. I don't worry about it. I just care about myself, me, myself, and I, the three of us. That's all that matters in our circle. And um, if that means becoming a, a traitor's bitch, then that's what we'll do. That's what all Republicans will do. What do you expect? This is Republicanism. We are um, individuals, rugged individuals, if, if, I mean, just try being an individual, though. <laughs> I mean, look, you can't even point out that a traitor's a traitor, you know? Um, <laughs> the cops get killed, and we do nothing about it because um, it fits into the traitor, the traitor's, uh, the traitor's, the traitor's. <laughs> Why don't we call him a traitor? Why don't we just call him traitor? It's, that sounds so much better than traitor. <laughs> but treason? No. That's not a Republican thing. That's true. What about um, Maxine? She said something once, didn't she? And no one pointed that out, that Maxine said something. And the, all they care about is, oh, Big lie, Republican, big lie, storming the Capitol, big lie. So that's just Trump. Let Trump be Trump. You see, I know I said on January 6th that it was over and we had made a big, big mistake making a tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator and bring con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam our standard bearer and a pension for sexual assault and wannabe dictator and uh, Putin puppet bitch, uh, serial bankrupt, oh, I said that, liar, pathological liar, um, sociopath, narcissist liar. Yes, I know, who idolized fascists and um, wouldn't know democracy if it bid him on his smaller than an average Mario Kart looking penis. But I, 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 I'm a leader in the Republican Party. So what does that mean? That means I follow. I follow a traitor. So um, don't, don't think about Trump like that. Think, he's just a lovable old scallywag of treason, you see. And if he runs again, I uh, forget what I said on January 6th when the blood was still fresh and, and the shit was still reeking in the halls of Congress from all the patriots who took a dump and wiped their asses on the curtains. Um, that, uh, but pay no attention. I said that then, that was then. I mean, that was like 100 days ago. Please. That's like, a, that's like what's that in dog years? In Trump years, that's, that is uh, a 10 lifetimes. That's like three hot model type uh, trophy wife um, trade-ups. And, uh, you know, and... A, and a couple of fake universities.
failing. So talked about were all the successes that he had in the administration. And I think that's what we're all of the successes. Can you smell the success when that's not what they were smelling in the halls of Congress after January 6th? They were smelling shit, shit, piss, vomit, blood, brains. Uniting on. I mean, if you look at the whole situation, not well, no, no brains from Republicans. I mean, every day Biden and Kamala Harris are in office unites the Republicans based on the fact that he's literally done multiple Trump reversals that have been harmful. So, you know, really? Rever reversing the harmful Trump reversals is harmful. You see, there you go. That's proving. Thanks again, Nikki. You great leader, you, for proving my point. That Republicans are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. You know, the president's not going to change his style just because he left the president's office. <laughs> yeah. He was able to say, let's focus down. Let's remember the things we fought for. Let's keep on doing it because that's let's. a winning record to go forward, I think, was important. Yeah, what he what he's saying, let's keep on doing it. Let's keep on grifting these money from these suckers. This is the best scam he ever got his filthy fascist fangs around. Yes. Yes, because I'm a leader. You see? And I lead by following the con man. That's what leadership means in the Republican Party. You follow a con man. You s repeat the lies. That's being a leader. You, you destroy, you take a shit on democracy like the like the Patriots took a shit in the halls of, of the Capitol. That's patriotism. You see, if you want to fight your fellow Americans, you want them dead, you want to kill them, you want to arm yourself against them, and you overthrow the legally elected government, that means you're a patriot in the Republican world. And everything, everything that uh, isn't that is, um, is very scary. You need to be afraid of it. That's all. And we're here to tell you what you are supposed to be afraid of. We're, we're here to tell you you're supposed to be afraid of darker pigment, okay? Yes. You're afraid of that. You got to be afraid, be afraid of every, everything that doesn't suck. Be afraid of, remember infrastructure week? Oh, no, no, no. Be afraid of, it's be afraid of infrastructure week in the Republicans. Here's, here's Republicans now, um, AOC, um, they've reintroduced the Green New Deal. And the Republicans are all be afraid. The DNA of the Green New Deal is all over President Biden's legislative. Oh my proposals. God! The continued power of the far left, the stranglehold the they have left. over Capitol Hill. This is not about a Green New Deal. This is about controlling our lives. There are socialist Green New oh. Deal. We should all be scared. We should all be scared. That's really the Republican motto. We should all be scared. That's it, GOP. We should all be scared. Republican, the land of the free. We should all be scared.
Don't worry. Oh, they're scared. They're scary. Where's that other one? Let me see. Mm. Looking for this article. Mm-mm. Where the fuck is it? Doesn't that suck? Let me see. Hold on a second. Poor Tara Jr. is scratching. Let me see. Where is this fucking thing? Um, I'm trying to find this article about... Oh, shit. There's so many things to talk about. Um, that the Republicans met and violent insurrection where is it republic there was a republican i'm sorry guys that's why I, i'm asking you to become patrons and all you're seeing it in action oh trump maybe oh here it is i found it I wanted to talk about this. The and if we in case just to wrap everything up. I mean, there's so many other things we can talk about, but in general, that's why we need a daily show. Thank you all for your support and your patronage. Patreon.com/slash/TaraDevlin. We will get there. In the meantime, um, in case you needed another example of everything I'm saying, that the Republican Party is. Uh, they are the dom domestic terrorists that the founders warned us about or the enemies from within here's here's another example okay from the daily beast inside the pro-trump conference where covid denial and calls to kill political enemies reign at this far-right Tulsa gathering of thousands, wearing masks was the ultimate faux pas, and Lynn Wood was at it again with the firing squad talk. They're not kidding around, guys. Now, maybe um, we need to just cut to the chase, cut to the quick here, and eliminate the whole war, the whole Civil War II thing, by get going right to the to the separation forget it who nobody wants to die um so mitch mcconnell's constituents can get health care because they're they're even though they're too stupid to uh, vote for their own interests nobody wants to die so my blue state dollars can keep mitch mcconnell's district afloat or in the Narcan it needs. So let's break this shit up. That's where I go. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, this past weekend, thousands gathered at the Health and Freedom Conference, which means death and bondage. Maskless, of course, to bask in the glow of Trump world luminaries and scheduled speakers such as pillow magnet Mike Lindell, MAGA attorney Lynn Wood, a, a bunch of freaks if there ever were, and the actor who played Jesus Christ in the Mel Gibson movie. 
The crowd was there to reaffirm their fealty to the twice-impeached former president, the QAnon conspiracy theory, the coronavirus denialism, their religious faith, supposedly, and the belief that their high-profile political enemies need to be executed. And Fever Dreams co-host Will Summer was on ground in Tulsa to take it all in. It was sort of the, a confluence of COVID denialism, QAnon, evangelical Christianity, all of this kind of stuff gathering outside of Tulsa. 4,500 people, Summer told co-host Aswang Suzbang, oh God help me, on this episode of the Daily Beast Fever Dreams podcast. They were ready to throw down and talk about how much they love both Trump and QAnon. No masks, of course. I didn't see a single mask. I, too, had to go sans mask to fit in. There were naturally a lot of people who were big deal in Trumpism. I mean, it was Lynn Wood, Michael Flynn, Sidney Powell, Jim Cavazio. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Cavazio? Cavazio? That's the actor who you may remember from The Passion of the Christ. These were people who were fringe in some way, but still have a lot of sway in the Republican Party. Look, the chairman of the Oklahoma Republican Party was at this thing. According to Summer, one of Wood's addresses to the audience included a moment when he blathered on about, quote, the people, people who are torturing children. Yes, you know, this shit again. The adrenochrome shit again. The punishment for treason is a firing squad. Here, wait, hold the. Oh, fuck. I can't believe, I'm just showing you this. I did not ask this video to play again. This is the most annoying thing. Fuck off. That they do that. It's on a loop or something? It's, uh... Ugh, so irritating. Nobody... Why do they do that? People know that nobody likes autoplay fucking videos enough. It just serves to irritate people. That's like an old school internet tactic that people stop doing because it's so aggravating. But it, it still happens, of course. Um, all right. According to Summer, one of Wood's addresses to the audience included a moment when he blathered on about people who are torturing children <clears throat> and how the punishment for treason is a firing squad. At which point the crowd of roughly 5,000 just exploded like a standing ovation, all this stuff. I mean, it was really something to see. Could you imagine, now let's put the shoe on the other foot. Where's Steve Scalise? Right? Condemning the calls for violence. But, yet again, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. And now we're all supposed to fucking pretend a goddamn insurrection never happened. And they're, they're fomenting another one. And it's not that, it's not another one. It's the same one. And it hasn't stopped. They've been at this since the goddamn revolution. Biding their time. 
taking their lumps, when, uh, pretending along the way, just how much, oh, we're all about freedom and democracy. No, you're not. Because if, you if you were, you wouldn't be trying so hard to destroy it. Hello, Tara Jr. Jr. <laughs> you sit there, boy. You're a good one. You're good? How you feeling? You a good boy? Say hello to everybody. Come here. Look over here. Are you okay? How are you? You good? He's a good boy. Let me see. Mm. Oh, you're very good. Listen to him, Perv. Isn't that nice? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I squeezing you? All right. You're too... You're very squeezable. What can I say? All right. Um, later in the Fever Dreams installment, Sway's... Su, Su Bazang and Summer. Welcome guest Sarah Kensingberg, a veteran video producer from the Democratic presidential campaigns of both Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. On this episode, she opens up about what it was like when the Trump re-election campaign, conservative media, and MAGA icons aggressively went after her last summer for her past tweets about pigs. That's right. Last summer, as the United States was engulfed by the COVID-19 pandemic, a tumultuous presidential race, a torpedoed economy, and mass protests, the Trump campaign found time to devote considerable messaging resources to denouncing a mid-level Biden 2020 official over her love of pigs, yoga, and adorable piglets. Kensingberg, who at that point had recently assumed the position as a producer on Biden's presidential campaign, had shared a meme spreading the message of, please stop calling cops pigs. Pigs are highly intelligent and empathetic animals who would never racially profile you. It wasn't long before Magaland declared her a new public enemy, with the Trump campaign putting out multiple statements about her. Oh, so someone shared a meme and Republicans got very triggered. Too bad that doesn't extend to when cops are murdered by uh, MAGA mobs. Kensingberg recalls what happened behind the scenes as she and the Biden staff responded to these salvos and the torrent of threats and the hate mail that followed. It was just such a ridiculous controversy when so many other important things were happening in the world. Well, that's Republicans. Don't you get it? They don't care. Oh, look at this shirt. What the hell? There's a stain here. I don't see it in real life. It's only coming up on the camera. That looks bad. That don't look good. On camera. For more than uh, of this, all right, uh, or whatever. For more on this, as well as Summer's dispatch from what Swedesberg calls the misadventures in the COVID and QAnon wilderness, 
listen to Fever Dreams on Apple Podcast, okay? Well, there you go. But uh, more importantly, listen to Tara Buster and support Tara Buster. What else? There's more. There's so many other things, but I think we're going to wrap it up right now. It's been a show, hasn't it? Where are your guests? Oh, my God, I hate people. Why do I do this? I really hate people. I like animals. I like cats and dogs. <laughs> yes, and I love you. Are you kidding me? I lost everybody because I shut all the windows. I don't know if anybody gave another super chat or anything. If that is the case, I apologize. I don't see it because I had to shut the window. I will, I will try to give you a shout out. Where are you? Where's my people? I know you're not a people though. I know you're right there. All right. I guess it's just time to close out everything since I lost all these windows. Anyway, whatever. Guys, 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 guys. Oh my God, help me. Please, what are we going to do? I want to thank you again, Jim, for becoming a super chat. I mean, becoming a super chat. Becoming a patron. Thank you, John and Philip and Lionel. And John again for you, all of your patronage for becoming a patron this month alone. My God, that's great. And that's how we're going to win. And another Jim. Jim left. Look at this. Thank you. Thank you, Jim left. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mark Uncle Smokey. Thank you, John Fowler and Lionel Hampton Bot. I think I was calling you Linnell. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. I don't know how to talk. I pronounce names sometimes. Thank you, Philip Ferrara and John Campanelli and Jim Trochi. Guys, you got to send, if you want, I will send everybody a mug or something. But you gotta send me your address. All right, and a note. You can contact me here on Patreon or anybody else. You want a mug? Come on, guys. Find me on Discord. Send me a message. I'll, I'll send you a mug. All right. What? Why the hell not? If you're a supporter, you deserve it. Yes, they deserve it. Tara. He says you deserve it. Do they deserve it? Yes. <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you for hanging out, for giving me hope, for taking my side, for helping me process the trolls. And for being a part of this growing community and family. And I can't wait. One day we will all meet in the flesh. We will. 
one day this pandemic will be over and we're still planning to have a gathering in New York with Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid and me and won't that be fun one day at a time though first everybody stay safe stay well tell your friends about the show all of that and I don't know. Well, I will have to see. I will try to do a show tomorrow. It's going to be tough, but I might be able to swing it. I don't know yet. The day more will be revealed as the day goes on. But other than that, remember, rem I know you like mugs, Elise. Well, send me your e email or whatever. Send me your address. Guys, guys, guys. Remember what I say, we will win because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. That's the cat scratching his face. Are you okay? What the hell? Like he's going to answer me. Why are you scratching your face? He's got allergies. It's fucked up. I have, I have air filters to give him medicine. I don't know what to do. All right. We will win. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. And I'll see you very soon.